I do have that impulse sometimes to just, ooh, if I just showed you, actually, you don't have to go all the way around that whole loop. You could just cut straight across. That's safe. But, you know, part of the journey is going around the whole loop and learning the things along the way. Welcome to Clarity Cafe, our safe space to get a little clarity on life. I'm Callie, and I'm here with my Clarity sister, Barb. And we want to take a moment and say thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody on Facebook and Instagram and our social channels. We are loving the feedback. You are amazing, and we are grateful to be on this ride with you. If you're not following us on our social channels, please do. We have lots of fun, unique art, original art, actually, that we have little sayings. We've got some animations and really fun, shareable stuff. So you can start being even more of a positive voice in your own community with your own followers and friends. So check it out. Grab some of that stuff and uh, share it. Share what works. There are some of you who have been sending us questions like, oh, I want to know a little bit more about this or, um, hey, can you do a podcast on that? And we love that. So if you're not DMing us and you want to, don't hold back. We're here. We're ready. And we love the engagement. So let's do this thing. In our last episode, we were talking about taking the stress out of decision making and some tools and tricks and techniques for quieting the voices in our head and getting some space so we can make the best decision, which sometimes is no decision. And today we're going to talk about letting people have the space to learn their own life lessons, which in turn gives us space and de-stresses our lives. So this is a robust topic. We could probably talk about this for three seasons straight. (laughs) But as we do, this is a cup of clarity, not a gallon. (laughs) We don't want to swim in it. Not a gas station. (laughs) We're just going to sip a little tea, sip a little coffee, or just some straight up beautiful water. And friends, let's chat about it. Yeah. Letting people have their own trips and keeping in your own space while that is happening. I think, uh, you know, that's one of those things that nobody really teaches us that as we're growing up, right? We're, everyone's so busy kind of figuring out their own position on things, right? And what do you think about this? And, you know, if you're a parent and you want to help your children to not make the same mistakes that you did, or your partner, or your bestie, all those processes that We have to go through learning and figuring out ourselves. And this actually is sort of the flip side of decision-making, right? Is that being able to hear all those voices in your head that we talked about in the previous episode that allows us individually to go on our own journeys and learn the things that we need to learn. And I know as a person who, you know, has a lot of life experience and also really cares about other people, I do have that impulse sometimes to just Ooh, if I just showed you, actually, you don't have to go all the way around that whole loop. You could just cut straight across. That's safe. But, you know, 
part of the journey is going around the whole loop and learning the things along the way and being able to connect, disconnect from trying to interact with someone else's journey and someone else's decisions, uh, particularly those close with us, is, is uh, challenging. And just being able to let people be. And I think, uh, you know, we get lots of opportunities to exercise that, you know, even in our interaction with, with say, news, as, as if we check out news and we don't agree with a position, we immediately want to try to fix it in our head. Well, that's wrong. And I'm right here. Um, so that's an, an easy way to practice. Oh, you know what? I can't really. That's a perspective. And those people are going to do their thing. The best thing I can do is stay in my own space and try to be clear and be an example. And then the more you practice that in those little things that are a little easier to disconnect from, the easier it may become for us in a more challenging situation. Um, I find at work, you know, if I'm sort of mentoring people on the team, part of that is giving them direction and just saying, hey, you know what? I've been through this 15 times in my career. I can tell you this is how this story is going to end. There, that may work in a, in a work environment because you're actually showing people a better way to do things. But when it comes to our personal journeys and our personal decisions and our personal trips, there's not as much of a listening for that. And it may not be quite as relevant either because everyone has coming from a different place and their brains work a little differently. And so they need to go through that process and being able to just take a breath and observe that versus try to fix it is a, a highly evolved and less stressful way to approach it. We're not talking about anything serious right now and nobody is holding no. breath. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was a lot. And <sighs> any of us that are holding our breath? It's not like I, I clearly haven't thought about this at all. No, I know. Um, You're just really um, the new topic, right? New topic. <laughs> and, um, we're just exploring this fresh off the press. So let's just note it. Are we clenching our jaws? Are we, are we holding our breath? Do we have like, like a pit in our stomach? Just take a mm. moment, a body scan. And <laughs> for any of you out there, we're here with you. We're doing this journey together. And it may sound like Barb and I have some things figured out, but I assure you we don't. (laughs) 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 So I just want to just back up and go. Humanness first. We are all humans. We are all learning. And I just want to acknowledge that (laughs) this is a ride. 100%. And it's a natural thing to want to help people and to want to save people from the things that you experienced and the lessons that you've learned. But, you know, the lessons I've learned are not the same, are not the same lessons. I'm not going to learn the same way that you're going to learn. I'm not going to learn the same way that, you know, some good friend of mine is going to learn because they, we've all had different life experiences and different ways we've adapted. And it's actually kind of awesome to observe that. Because it sort of takes the pressure off. You're not responsible. Be accountable. We're all accountable for ourselves. And we offer our, you know, whatever we can offer to the community and to our friends and to our family when asked. And in a, a little sip. 
person say, you know, I got this thing all figured out. I got you. I got it figured out. Because odds are we don't. <laughs> <laughs> because we're all we're all on the journey. Well, I think too, um, it's important to understand that we get one life. We lead our lives. And even if we've got children or we've got parents who might be getting to a point where we're asked to make a lot of decisions for both kids and caring or, or parents and caring or family or friends that we're caring for. It doesn't have to be that like traditional model, but, you know, often when you're involved in a community and love with people, you know, you, we have these places that we're asked to lean in. And so that can get really blurry and it can also become a habit. And in the last episode, I was talking about that puzzler, that, that part of my brain, that voice in my head that likes to figure the puzzle out. But the truth is, is that's not my puzzle. Somebody else's life is not my puzzle. And for better or for worse, we can advise and we can support, but truly they've got their own journey that they're on and that's their life. And my life is my responsibility. So just taking a little step back, take a deep breath. If you're listening to this and you're like, "Woo, that's kind of overwhelming or some of you may be listening like, oh, I totally have this figured out. And that may be. And there may be areas we can continue to develop in letting people we care about have the space to learn. So a teacher in class trying to teach, you know, math to a fourth grade class, a really effective teacher is teaching the tools and the skills for how to solve problems. The teacher does not grab the pencil and pen or device from the child trying to learn how to solve the problem and go, let me do this for you because I'm a math teacher <laughs> and I have all this information and I've already solved these problems. So therefore I am going to solve these for you. Right. So <laughs> when we talk about like an example like that, we go, whoa, that's kind of ridiculous and funny. Right. And then we learn that actually learning is different for everyone. Even in math, there's multiple ways often to solve an equation or a problem or, you know, figure things out. So what we want to do is teach how to learn, how to think, and then give the space for someone to do that and either succeed or fail or partially succeed or still have, you know, working on it. And so it's a lot easier to look at that with kids. But then when we get to being adults, we forget that we're here to help encourage and support people in their own learning. And it's more of a conversation about, wow, thanks for bringing this topic to me. This is really interesting. And, you know, some ideas that come to my mind are these things. What do you think? Do you think any of that might apply to your situation? Or is there anything else that it kind of brings up for you? Maybe it's the opposite. But having conversations when someone, when a friend trusts you to bring a, a challenge or something they're working through to you, um, honoring and respecting that by listening fully first, which is a, another podcast. Here we go, Barb. <laughs> How to fully listen and hear. Listening. Mm. Listening and hearing and really being there so that they feel they got it all out and they really were heard. And then if they ask what we think, 
making that a learning experience and an exploratory experience rather than you should do this. I think you should do this. No, you should not do that. If you do that with that person, it's going to end up this way. And oh my gosh, he's going to act like this, or they're going to act like this, or she's going to act like that. You know, that kind of way of putting our lessons learned, which sometimes we learn them and sometimes we're still learning them as though that is the way that it should be, or a person should respond to it is really robbing the friendship and the relationship of true life exploration. Yeah. I got to take a breath on that because all that being able to really listen and create a space where, where the other person, your friend, your partner, your coworker feels heard and feels listened to. Sometimes that's all that's needed because by being able to speak into like a space of neutrality, many times, you know, the path will become clearer. And, you know, I love, Kelly, how you are able to say, have those, ask those questions and, you know, share your experiences, but in a very neutral way. Well, in my experience, it I had this happen and I had this happen. I don't know if that feels relevant to you, but that's what my experience was. It creates so much more of a ability for neutrality on both sides. Um, And that's a gift because we don't get much of that, right? There's a lot of opinions in the world. And, you know, being able to actually express your thoughts but not be attached to them. Maybe if you talk about, you know, what your journey is, into a position of just holding space and being neutral, it takes the char- the emotional charge off so that you have more clarity. Just as we talk about, you know, if that certain decisions or certain conversations can be triggering, it's the same thing when we're trying to be supportive of someone and keep our triggers out of that conversation. It can help the other person on the other side of that conversation also have that experience. Because that's the vibration of neutrality and of, you know, being supportive versus being judgmental. Because when we come with a, we know how to fix this sort of an attitude, that feels like judgment because if you, we know how to fix this and you don't, <laughs> you know, so, so I think that I know in the times when I've had a, you know, situation and I'm looking for advice I'm always trying to find someone who I believe has maybe some relevant experience, but also who I know will just be able to listen and uh, and create that feeling that I've been able to fully express. And then it's easier to leave those emotional triggers and move forward. So I'd like to go back a couple of spots. You made some really good points that I'd like to explore a little bit more, which is one talking about triggers. We talk about triggers a lot and and I think it's important to actually look at the reverse of that or the opposite of that. So if we think of trigger as a shutting down or a you know something that causes withdrawal in a very simplistic way, obviously there's so much bigger to the word trigger, but just in a simple way, if we think of a withdrawal that a trigger creates, the opposite can happen as well. So when we are listening as though we've heard it the first time, 
as though we haven't got it all figured out, as though we are on an exploratory conversation post really just listening, right? That like assuming that that part of the conversation has happened where they've been heard. And now it's like a a diving in and an exploration. When we explore with neutrality, that allows an opening. It allows the heart to say, I have a challenge. I've shared it with someone who's fully heard me and I am safe. And now that I feel safe, I am able to then explore because I know that this person has heard me, has validated my perspective. They, we may or may not agree with them, but but to your point, Barb, we're not in judgment. We're just being neutral and we're listening, right? So they're, they're not judging me or shutting me down or trying to control me. And when those boxes get checked, then together as a friendship, you're able to explore possibilities and opportunities and different thoughts and perspectives because the foundation of the conversation has been set in feeling safe. So I just want to kind of call that out, that safety piece. And Barb, you're really good at, if I call you with something that's maybe hitting me a little hard or has got me a little lit up, I might be able to just explore that with you because you're really good at just being like, wow, I hear that. I, I, wow, I really, I really hear that. And when I feel really heard, then I can open up. If I call and someone doesn't hear, they just jump into problem solving. I'm like, oh, I didn't get heard. So I'm not really I'm not going to continue here. I don't, I'm, I'm done with this conversation. I just want to get off. So I'm off the phone or get out of the, get out of the room or whatever it is. So that's one piece. And then the neutrality piece, I know in the little bit of chill courses, we talk about being neutral from an energetic perspective, not taking every emotional piece of baggage on. And, and there's a tool called healthy boundaries and there's healthy separations. And so boundaries is about, learning through a meditative process, and you can do it with your eyes open once you get good at it, how to put up an energetic boundary so that when someone's sharing something that may be emotionally charged, we're able to sit there comfortably and not have our body go through all those emotions because we're using those energetic techniques not to take it all on. So if you haven't tried the chill mindset course, um, you can get it through Clarity Cafe podcast. Uh, you can get it through a little bit of chill.com. Either way, both of those websites have links to that. But that's how we begin to learn to listen and not run the the pain or this fear or whatever those heavy emotions are through our body because we're many of us are so empathetic. But how to be able to listen fully because we're not taking it through our body so we don't have to react to it. Barb, would you know anything about listening and having a little challenge with the empathy being on a little too high? <laughs> I might have a lifetime or a few lifetimes of experience with that particular topic now that you mention it, now that I reflect on that. Um, yeah, one, um, and this is probably a good, another podcast episode, but one distinction that I've been really working on is, is empathetic versus compassionate and being able to, you know, be an empath and, and have the ability to, you know, really listen and feel, but also be able to keep those healthy boundaries. And, you know, if I do feel myself taking on something, being able to just let it run through me and then, you know, know, oh, 
the more useful point in this conversation is to really be present, really listen, and come from a place of compassion because we're all, you know, fighting unknown battles and working on, you know, a bunch of different things while we're going through this. And so that distinction of being able to still be very compassionate, but also have the boundaries and the, and the neutrality versus taking all that on. Because what I used to find sometimes is at the, you know, the end of the day, I'd just be emotionally exhausted. And I would think, what happened today that made me so tired? And I could almost go back and trace it through to conversations where I just continually picked up, you know, the uh, pe- people love to come into my office, for instance, because, you know, it's a grounded place and there's art and crystals and things that make people feel more comfortable. But at the end of the day, I'm like, wow, I must have taken on a whole bunch of different people's stuff. And while I provided some value, I probably could have provided more value if I'd been able to disconnect a little bit and stay in that space of compassion and hearing and understanding and listening and just really being present to be heard. Because I think that's one of the, we live in a noisy world and um, it's easy to not feel heard. So, you know, as an empath, and I know many of us, you know, listening and participating in, in clarity and a little bit of chill and all these tools are all practices to help us be able to use our gifts without having them be a drain on us. And uh, so, yes, that's a just always a check-in to say, whoa, I have a matching picture with this person. Now I'm totally sucked into this story and I'm feeling it emotionally. That's exhausting. Oh, I have a matching picture with this, but I can see that it's not part of my present reality. So what I can create is a listening and, you know, maybe a share of, of how that occurred to me in a particular situation that may be useful here or may not, but maybe there's a listening for it. The other thing is asking permission that I think is an important point here when people are looking for advice and on their journey, I'll sometimes ask, you know, oh, I had a similar experience, feels a little similar to this. Would you like to hear about it? Because, you know, if you have another five minutes, I'll tell you about it. And then you've created a listening. People are like, oh, you're going to share something relevant with me. And I feel heard. I just made about 10 points there in the last two minutes. <laughs> there may be five more podcast topics in there. Well, hey, that's how it is when you're in the Clarity Cafe. We're not trying to be too over edited or not trying to have, you know, the perfect, most dialed up thing. We're just trying to be Cali and Barb and hanging out with our favorite Clarity fam. <laughs> so that's it, people. That's how you get it. I do want to call out, you use a term called matching picture. And I think for those of you who that may be a new term for, we could just call it a match. When we have a match with something, it's something that's often in common, like let's just say someone's lost an animal, you know, they, maybe they just lost their dog or their cat or their their guinea pig, whatever it is, and they're going through that grief. We might have a match with that. We may have lost a pet and I don't know, being the German shepherd gal that I am, I... <laughs> Whenever someone says they've lost a dog, it just, and I think about losing one of my just soulmate dogs, I 
immediately have these emotions. So that would be a perfect example, like a match that comes up and we have to recognize that our experience of that may not be the same as someone else's, but it does bring us to a quicker place of empathy and hopefully, as you were saying, Barb, compassion. Yeah, 100%. I think that that particular example is such a good one because that's kind of a universal for many people who have, you know, had the gift of companion animals and sharing space with animals, dogs, cats, you know, guinea pigs and goldfish and all the way up to, you know, working in the zoo, all of those connections. uh, When someone shares that, it's so much a part of us that we get to re-experience that. And that's a beautiful gift, but we don't have to have a full-blown emotional reaction to it, recognize that it's just a match and, oh, maybe I'll have a little more clarity into that topic now. And I've been able to fully relate and create a space for this person to express their grief. So that's that. A lot of good information there. We'd love to hear uh, what your thoughts are, what came up for you while you were listening to this podcast and share with fam what actually uh, has come up for you, what your experiences are in terms of being heard and creating space for people to be heard. If you have any comments on this topic or on any other topic that's coming up, we'd love to hear from you. Follow us on Facebook. Give us some comments. Follow us on Instagram, Clarity Cafe Podcast. And just let us know what kind of changes you're seeing in your life. What's happening for you today? How are your levels of relationship and being able to be present for people? So on the next episode, we're going to talk about honoring different levels of goodbye. That's a big topic. Our life is kind of full of departures and arrivals and and different levels of relationships. So this is going to be a super juicy topic. We love having communication with you. If you have an opportunity to leave us a review on the podcast, we would love that. That really helps us. If you could share it with your friends, share it with your coworkers, with your families. And as always, take whatever works for you and let go of the rest. And also just continue to share and be well.